Welcome to A Few Deep, a hangout podcast where a guest and I drink multiple styles of beer and talk about this, that, and the other thing. I'm your host, Joe Varga. So come on, let's get a drink. What's up, everybody? Happy Saturday. Happy holiday. Or I say Halloween weekend. I consider uh, the weekend before Halloween, the Halloween weekend. Because after, even though people have parties maybe closer to the date, which would be, you know, the November 1st or 2nd, uh, that weekend after, I feel like it loses all its credibility, you know, as the weekend for, because it's in October, you know, that's the whole purpose of the feel. So, but I mean, if, if you're still having a party on that weekend, have fun. Uh, I just consider this the weekend, the party. So, I will be doing so. Anyway, um, how was your week? Is everybody's week good? My week was all right. Didn't do a crazy amount of stuff. I started reading um, The Great Gatsby. I know the I know the story really well. I've seen the movies. Um, I haven't read the book, though, and that's why I'm reading the book. Uh, it's a great story. I'm into it, so I'm kind of going back and and uh, checking some of the books off my list that I should have read in high school or even like early college or something that I didn't read. Uh, so I'm kind of going back and and doing some of those things. Uh, like I read like you know 1984 and uh, uh, Animal Farm and stuff like that. So I'm reading the uh, the Great Gatsby right now. Uh, I've been reading some other random shit too. A lot of it's like. You know, self-help or learning stuff and it's like i need a it's more a story sometimes you know fictional story reading whatever so yeah i'm doing that um so that's on uh went to work the other day saw some uh crazy i posted on my instagram if you guys follow me on instagram uh was pulling in and i saw this huge hawk eating a pigeon and it was just eyeballing me. I was like, oh, shit. And I put my park, my car in park. And I was like, I don't want to get out because <laughs> he's not moving. He didn't even move for the car. It's not going to move for me. Uh, but I posted the video of it so you could see the hawk basically eating the bird. Um, so that was interesting. It was a little different nature in my week. Um, yeah, other than that, not too much going on. You know, just making some food. It's getting that soup season. I made some good pumpkin soup, which came out really well. Um, I should probably start posting some recipes, but I mean, I feel like you know you can go anywhere and out and get get a lot of recipes. But maybe people would want to try mine. But I mean, it's not you know it's good stuff. But I mean, there, you can I mean I copy off of some other recipes, but I add you know there's always those um, additions or you know. Uh, substitutes or whatever you're going to do those you know things you're going to do to food or to any kind of recipe to manipulate it and make it your own so but maybe maybe someday i'll start posting some recipes and uh some random shit as i get better at it uh all right well my uh my guest today was derek tam he is uh part owner and rep and all around nice dude for uh, the Hoppus Brewing Company. That's H A P A S. Hoppus Brewing. 
in San Jose. Um, you can go visit the Hoppus Brewing Company at 460 Lincoln Ave, Suite 90 in San Jose, California. Uh, check out their website, hoppusbrewing.com. You can go to the tap room. Uh, I got Tuesday through Thursday, 4 to 9, Friday, 3 to 9, and then open on the weekends at like 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. So you got an all-day weekend to hang out there. Check it out. I got to go down there. I got to... I gotta do. I gotta do some things that I said I was gonna do for some friends, even just to check their spots out. And there's a couple in San Jose I gotta hit, so I gotta make on my my word. Gotta make on my word and do the things I say, cause that's how I roll. Anything you know, I live. That's how I live my life. If I say something, I just gotta fucking do it, because most people just talk a lot of shit. People talk around here all the fucking time. Talk, 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 talk. That's all they fucking do. I never see any do's. Do, do, do. Nobody does shit. They just talk about it. It's fucking lame. Anyway, I gotta do that. I gotta do. So I gotta go down there and check it out. I heard it's a great spot. They got uh, rotating uh, <clears throat> rotating taps, rotating food trucks. They got some live music. They got uh, games and random events that they do. So it sounds like a great spot. <clears throat> and Derek was super dude, <clears throat> super cool dude to, uh, to sit down and talk with. And I'm glad to have him on the show because... We had a good conversation about the industry, and uh, it was a good in-depth, I felt. You know, it was a it was a, a good one-on-one, because you know when you sit down with somebody at the bar, and like I said before, you know, there's always those interruptions, or, you know, you don't really get to, maybe you might meet somebody for a hot minute, and you don't really get that good conversation. So, uh, I felt like we had a great conversation, and if you're into craft beer, and into the scene, and into stuff, uh, this is a good one for you. So... Um, so yeah, so we'll get to it. All right. All right. Well, here's Derek Tam. Hey, hey, what's up people? Welcome to the podcast. My guest today is Derek from Hoppus Brewing Company. That's right. San Jose, California. I don't know your last name, Derek, so I, I didn't look Derek at Tam. Derek Tam. Yeah. All right, that's man. Chinese blood. Well, thank you for coming out to the podcast, man. <clears throat> I appreciate it. Absolutely. Glad <clears throat> to be here, man. Thanks for having me. Yeah, definitely. Um, all right. Well, the first things first, as always, is beer. <laughs> so uh, I see you brought some Hoppus stuff. Yes. So uh, let's let's dive into that. Uh, you want to you wanna describe the beer? Yeah, so the beer, I mean, well, I'll kind of take it back a little bit. Uh, uh, a buddy of mine, Brian, um, he and I were home brewing for a number of years. And oh, so you're a home brewer. Yeah, yeah that's how it all started. Oh, uh, just awesome. Just a couple of guys uh, after college decided to, uh, hey, you know, let's kill some time. Let's have a little hobby. And we like beer, so we decided to start. We took over his mom's garage and built this custom home brew um, setup and you know, from then on, we just started expanding and growing and it kind of came to, uh, to Hoppas and we decided, you know, it'd be a great South Bay endeavor. We were both living, uh, in the city at the time. We were both working in different jobs. He was in, uh, tech. I was in finance and, um, we talked about, we're both from this area, from the South Bay. You guys both from San Jose? Yeah. We're both, uh, Los Gatos alumni. Oh, cool. Um, yeah. So awesome. we, we grew up playing little league together and always stayed in contact after, you know, after high school, he went to the East coast for college. I went down to San Diego and, 
both good beer towns. Yeah, um, absolutely. So so we came back and decided, you know, start thought thinking about it and saying why why isn't the um, you know the peninsula or South Bay as big as Portland, San Diego, yeah. you know, a lot of different areas across the the nation, and um, we always wanted to kind of pipe dream that into our thoughts, and that was probably back in when we started brewing in you know two thousand and eight, two thousand seven, um, and then two thousand twelve, we kind of let's start kind of thinking about this idea, and hmm. uh, Hoppas was born after one of the home brews, and we're like, hey, let's start start looking into it, so we started looking and. We found a place in 2015 and and opened up in uh, January of 2017. So almost uh, almost three years now. Okay, yeah. so that's awesome. Yeah, so it's a so, good uh, good endeavor. It's fun. All right. Fun. So what's the first beer we're going to start out with? Yeah. Then? So we got uh, so we do a monthly canning run. Um, you know the the hazy IPAs are kind of big out here right now. Yeah. Uh, the New England style IPAs and um, so we're we're gonna do uh, Phantom Streak, which is a hazy double IPA. Um, yeah, so it's, it's, it's a good, we kind of do this nebula series on the labels is, is a different nebula or galaxy that we put on. It's kind of a cool, hazy, you know, kind of that type of, yeah, that yeah. Type of vibe. So it kind of looks cool and kind of represents the, the hazy series that we're doing. So, Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, it's called the Phantom Streak and it's, uh, what, what percent is it? So it's the double hazy, right? Yeah. It's a double hazy 7.1. So kind of on the, in the double world, maybe on the lighter side, yeah, the uh, lighter side of the doubles. Yeah. You know? That's okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which is good, but you know, still strong. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, it definitely doesn't taste uh, anything too big, which is nice. Um, but yeah, kind of that nice, um, that that haziness to you. Here, I'll yeah. you one first. Right, yeah, and then um, yeah, I mean that if if people are familiar with that haze craze, as I'm sure most people are around here now, um, you know, you get that very um, kind of hazy looking, juicy, light colored compared to your you know, your West Coast style IPAs. So it's, yeah, this is a, this is a solid juice bomb too. Yeah. Like, yeah, uh, yeah. It's got a, it's got a, a really orange juicy uh, look to it, which is yeah, like, you know, exactly. that's, that's kind of what you want in the hazy and it's got a good head. Yeah. You know, the lacing is pretty nice. Yeah. You don't see a lot of um, great lacings with a lot of uh, yeah. hazies, you know, some of them uh, kind of lack the, uh, the carbonation yeah. really, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, that's a great point on just the beer. I mean, there's so much that it's such a simple, um, you know, there's, there's few ingredients that go into it, but you can really go wrong in so many different avenues. Yeah. Um, and part of that is that carbonation and making sure that it is, you know, carved correctly. Properly and, carved. Yeah, 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 right. Because yeah. we've all had that flat beer kind of that. It just, unfortunately, it can really ruin a, a good beer. Yeah, that, a, no, absolutely. Thing. Yeah. Cool. Well, cheers, man. Cheers. Yeah, absolutely. All right, let's try this. Yeah. Oh yeah, that is really good. Yeah, you're gonna get you know it's delicious that like you said that orange mango type flavor. Yeah, very uh, tropical. Yeah. Um, everything you want really in in a hazy beer. Yeah, um, I know that the hazies are super popular. Mm-hmm. Um, sort of kind of gets on my nerves that there's a ton of them out there, <laughs> um, but I love them. Right. Um, not always my biggest go to. You know, I I still. Uh, desire West Coast more. Mm-hmm. You know, I still love West Coast more, but when you get a good hazy, and this one is uh, properly done and good, it's got, like I said, the carbonation, and then the, it's not, because um, you want you want the hazies to be tropical. You want them to be mm-hmm. juicy. Right. Because uh, that's the whole point of the other ones. <laughs> right. You know, the other ones are, you know, bitter and, right. you know, 
Uh, so they don't, the flavor palette is not there with some. And some are trying to, uh, you know, convert uh, or, or, you know, make a, this is a, a West Coast hazy right. you know, where it's, we're using these bittering hops mm-hmm. and these, these hops are, you know, more what West Coast. What do you think Coast. of that? You like that or you just stay, stay in your lane kind of guy? It's not necessarily that I think staying in your lane. I think I think that it's pointless. Uh, you you mm-hmm. sort of uh, lose what the beer is at that point, mm-hmm. sort of, right? I mean, because, I mean, you know, being a home brewer too, right? You've probably experimented like with sure. tons and tons of stuff. Yeah. I mean, did you have like a favorite uh, style that you, you guys just, I mean, because back in, I mean, even in 2008, there wasn't much craft beer going around. No, I mean, not out here, not as much, especially on the homebrew, what you could yeah. get your hands on. And, yeah. Um, no, actually, the first, uh, couple of the first ones we did, we did, um, you know, West Coast IPA, we call it Hungry Dog. We still, we tinkered with it a little bit, but that was born right, you know, in the first couple of brews, that West Coast style. And that was kind of the popular, that hop head, you right, know, you got decade. Like that, that Pliny, yeah, you know, uh, absolutely. Kind of, you know. And that's still huge, right? But yeah, Pliny's um, always still huge but yeah that west coast is and that's it's funny because people ask us well um i don't like hoppy beers and i noticed you guys have you know we'll have maybe four ipas west coast double uh, yeah. west coast hazies i'm like well just try this and try the hazy and yeah. and they'll try it and they'll say wow i didn't know that this could be an ipa you yeah know, that and that kind of that's a game changer i think out here where people were very nervous because we went through this decade long or even longer of that you know that stone brewing which does a great job with with the hops you know i mean obviously russian river they do a great job but now you kind of have this new wave of ipas that um you're able to have something very different and you know you you compare this type of hazy that's very you know orange looking almost like orange juice versus the 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 maltier looking west coast and just the look alone is very different but they're in the same quote category um which is you know which is which is part of the fun right and people come in and they they want to try different stuff and that's our job is to help educate and 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 have fun with it yeah do you you guys list like uh all the hops and stuff you use and, and try to educate people on that being like you know, you might not like Mosaic, right. you know, or maybe Simcoe because yeah. those hops are, you know, a little bit more uh, dank and, yeah. and very, uh, yeah. uh, you might, you know, more to- lead towards more like Eldorado and sure. Citra, you know, Absolutely. Like a beautiful combination yeah. there. Spot on. We actually yeah. have a series right now um, that we release it. Um, it's called the Experience Series. We try and uh, uh, keep within that where it's a uh, you know, a, a smash beer, a single malt, single yeah, hop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll do an experience mosaic, experience citra. We just released experience chinook. So just one hop. And for a guy like yourself who's 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 in the beer scene is how does that one hop? Because most beers have more than one, right? So it's yeah. They're it's, usually it's 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 what the range is probably like two to three, right? Yeah, it's, two to three is probably average. I mean, yeah. we, we've done four, but you know, just like you can cooking, get crazy. Yeah. yeah. I mean, just like cooking or baking, it's like, it's hard to, oh, is that the mosaic? And, and unless uh-huh. you're, you know, and, and the taste buds of a, of a professional Cicerone that it might be hard to, you know, disseminate what is the hop I like or don't like. And so we Absolutely, try, yeah. try and bring that out a little bit. No, I like that. Yeah. The the smash beers are a great way to do that. Too. Yeah. You know, you get the, you get the experience that one hop and mm-hmm. like, you know, is that sort of a flavor that you would like? And then, right. You know, your customers kind of uh, appreciate that, which yeah. is cool. I think that's great in a brewery. Should, should, yeah, because uh, the beer market, the beer industry down here in the Peninsula South Bay is, is still very young, right? So a lot of people are yeah. still, well, I like, you know, 805. What, what do you have that's some of that? Or I like, right, you know, right. Stella. What is, you know, so you have, so we're taking it from that range as well as the people like yourself that comes in and say, I really like 
you know, Idaho seven and mosaic, what do you have in that realm? So, so it's part of our job is to just take that whole spectrum yeah. and try and have a beer for everybody. Yeah. And kind of steer you in the right direction of, uh, the things you like and opposed to, uh, maybe the things that you want to tr- help somebody try new. Right. Right. So exactly. yeah, with that experience. Yeah. That's great. Um, how long you guys have been around since 2017 yep. you, you started it but you started brewing in 2008 yeah yeah right. uh and you said the west maybe a, like a west coast ipa was yeah. some of the first stuff you brewed we did that we did a malty uh a red ale um we, we were big into kind of that what was your what was your uh your, your what was like a uh, a college beer or your favorite beer maybe to drink oh. without being cheap like <laughs> yeah. so you know pbr or natty ice or right, some bullshit right. like that it's like right. yeah we get we're gonna drink all that but what what one did you like if you had money or something and you were like, no, I got to get this beer because it's great. Yeah. Being in San Diego, Stone was really coming yeah. a bit big and that was kind of, you know, that was where, you know, we would maybe have a couple of the buddies and I would have like a couple of those big 24 ounce bombers. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And have one of those. But even that, you know, after the, uh, one or two, it, the double bastard. Yeah. 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 Angry. Mm-hmm. There's um yeah, there's angry bastard, double bastard. There's, you know, yeah, and there's, 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 a, there's a bunch. Yeah. And so, um, so those were kind of the complete opposite of the k get a 30 rack of keystone light because that's right, what right. you got in the pocket uh for to to afford so but that was kind of the big quote craft beer now san diego i mean since i haven't been back in a while but it's completely changed for the better right there's yeah more than just like just like up here there's more than lagunitas and sierra right and, yeah which is good and then they're they're sort of uh drop like it's kind of weird like the the older ones are sort of it's kind of interesting how fast things change in the market Mm -hmm. and uh uh like the ones that were like sort of the staples of like craft beer Mm -hmm. sort of are like you know thought of less and less yeah it's almost like i mean it's like a lot of industries right tech or music where it's like oh they you know they made it big so they're a sellout or or they're too big they're not the cool people any you know they don't have the cool phone anymore, yeah. the cool computer whatever it is right so it, it's interesting i mean we're so young so we have a ways way far away to even think about that but yeah. it is interesting you look at you know like lagunitas for example using them as you know they're they've been around for a while now sierra nevada the, the two yeah local, they're the, the people's the 80s right yeah, yeah yeah i mean people don't even i mean they were total pioneers in the industry and now they're looked at as well i don't really consider them craft breweries anymore right it's like right they're not like you know, Corona Modelo, but I would say they're not like micro breweries, right? Because right? they're 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 producing uh, commercial sure. size. Oh, huge, huge, yeah. but yeah. not technically commercial beer. Good point. Yeah, you know, because like commercial beer, I would say, would be like Bud Light, Corona. Yep, yep. the big three. Uh, they're all like, uh, I mean, they're all Pilsner Lager types. Sure. Yeah. So those are the that's the commercial market. Yep. A pale ale is not marketed really. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like people who would drink a Bud Light would not drink a Sierra. Correct. And that's kind of the weird thing that we would think about as Sierra being like, oh, they're they're kind of too big. They're like sellouts. You know, they're kind of like this corporation. You're like, but there's they are, but they're not. Right. You know? And so I try and defend them. You know, it's like you know, obviously they're they're huge in our. I still consider them part of our industry rather than them being a part of the those big three that you just mentioned. Yeah, exactly. You know, because they, they we wouldn't be here right now if they weren't here. They do they have a good product. They have a, a, a huge range of different styles that if you go to their breweries you probably won't see on the shelf but you know the their major brands. So it's 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 fun to go to those places and you know they have great 
tap rooms. I mean, huge, but uh, yeah. you know, but it's a good time, and, and we wouldn't be here where we where we are now, and we're still very young. But and for us to be even enjoying a good craft beer, um, yeah, we wouldn't be here. Yeah, think. no, it's a, that's a good point. I mean, they they sort of set the bar, right? Right. And I, and I would hold them too. Like, uh, they would be like maybe the the I won't say the king, but they would be the top guy. At the craft brewer industry, yeah. in my mind, you know, yeah, like same I with Sam say, Adams, you know, you can you, like people, and I, I'll put this to the question to you: is you know when Lagunitas sells to Heineken and Sam Adams, you know, uh, you know they, they they all kind of like what is at the point? Same with like a musician, what is at the point of quote selling out when they join up with a big, you know, international beverage company, or if if hoppas were to sell to a big company does that ruin our our label i think so but i i'll leave that i don't know what do you think if a you know like lagunitas for example sell to heineken so i think um so i mean back in the day i'm a huge uh firm believer of not selling out yeah uh selling out is uh such a um uh what's the word i want to use uh trivial kind of a, a word it's because we all want to make money. We all need to make money. Sure. But like you said, it's sort of, uh, to me, it, it lessens the product. Like, mm-hmm. like so, okay, so Lagunita sells out to uh, Heineken or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then you drink, you know, some, some Lagunita beers and you're just like, I feel like it's lost its quality mm-hmm. rather than, you know what I mean? Now they're producing quantity, and you're like, mm-hmm. so everything to me gets watered down from the source. Mm-hmm. It's like you might have the best Lagunitas at the brewery, and that you know, same with any brewery, right? right That's right. like once right. it gets canned or mm-hmm. bottled or whatever, and then further it goes mm-hmm. somewhere else, the less it is. It's like you have 37 McDonald's, <laughs> and now you have this like smashed piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> no quality fucking hamburger that you're eating and you're right. like no yeah so i think the same with brewing companies and bands like as soon as they get signed to something their 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 artistic or their drive just sort of just goes well i don't really need to do that i mean i'm making the money so who gives a shit right yeah i think it just like i think the perfect it waters down the product a little bit because yeah. whether you're a musician you, you lose a little bit of that artistic integrity to do what you want to do whether you think you can or not yeah Uh, yeah i mean you got to answer to somebody else you got to you know make sure you're reaching millions instead of you know maybe a couple thousand and it just it it changes it and and you know i'm not in a position to speak because i've never been in that position to you know have a billion dollars be thrown on you know on my table and say Mm -hmm. if you take this you'll be set for life so I, i can't you know whether it's a athlete musician like I, I, yeah. I, I just know it from our perspective, and that's and that's just it is. It's the nature of the business. It's capitalism, I guess. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, what like, like what people would be offered, you know, to to take that and to for me anyway. I think important is to keep working, and sure. regardless of the, the you know the money you're making, you want to be passionate about it, and. Uh, uh, yeah, it's it's such a weird um, industry with beer because, you know, you have these big, you know, uh, not bigger, but these craft beers like sort of selling out and mm-hmm. then watering down. So then it sort of drops their product. It's like, mm-hmm. I mean, like Lagunitas, it's like still I don't know many people who like 
and this is in other parts of the country or whatever, mm-hmm. even the world, because some of the world, uh, you know, still gets Lagunitas, like yeah. Thailand and, yeah. you know, in Europe, they yeah. get Lagunitas and mm-hmm. stuff. It's like, I don't know what many people like seeking out like Lagunitas, you know what I mean? Right. So, it's, well, yeah, it, yeah, I, I guess it's kind of tough because I know for like Heineken from there, you know, corporate executives, they say, well, we need someone that can rebrand or can build out our portfolio, right? And so they, yeah. they decided, well... Lagunitas is kind of that, you know, they've done it, they're successful, so let's just gobble them up. And you've seen a lot of that. It's slowed down a little bit, but in the last five, ten years, you've seen a lot of that gobbling up and, you know, these big ABs and Coors, Miller Coors buying up these, quote, craft breweries. Well, yeah. What do you think the, um, do you think, like, how, so I don't, I don't know, I'm not, I I homebrew too, but I don't, Mm -hmm. you know, I don't, it's always been a thought to always take it to the next level, but like, uh, we're still, you know, fairly new at it. We've been doing it for maybe three or four years, awesome. but uh, we're just having fun doing, sure. making some beers. What do you think the market, like how, when you think about marketing stuff, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And obviously we think bigger, but do you really want to market to like millions of other people mm-hmm. or do you want to market it? In a way that, like, you're like, I'm the local beer. Like, I'm the town beer. Sure. And then I might be the county beer. Or maybe right. the state beer. Right. When does it, what do you think really draws the line of, like, yeah. too much is too much, too little is too little? <laughs> right. You know, wh- where's that happy medium when you guys think about uh, production and, and sort of um, yeah. throwing it out that, there? I mean, that's a constant conversation that, that Brian and I have where we're talking about, okay, so when we, for example, when we can this, we do a very limited run because we don't want to stretch ourselves too thin. We don't, we're not a, we're not a big, you know, we do all self-distribution. Yeah. Um, you know, so, so we do, we kind of set like a rough on a map, uh, you know, a rough radius of where we're going to so go. So do you guys actually sit down, look at a map and be like, okay, this yeah. is our target audience. Yeah. Roughly speaking, right? Like we yeah, say, yeah, yeah. okay, as, as South as, you know, there's a couple of great spots in like the Morgan Hill, Watsonville, Aptos. So that's kind uh-huh. of the, the, the South, the, so the you, most so you, South will go. So you guys, yeah. So you're not going uh, even more towards like, Pasta Robles because Firestone's got all that shit. But well, I mean, it's just more about well, who is going to you know? I think they're like we're in the 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 arena of you know we have on the back of all of our shirts says drink local, drink hoppas. Yeah, because we we know well one I think it's important to you know kind of that support your local economy, community, etc. But also it's you know drink local because it's going to be the freshest, it's going to be the best, it's going to be you know all those. And then also, obviously, we want them to drink at Hoppa's. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so it's it's kind of hopefully blends those two together. So if we're go, if we're if if someone in you know Lake Tahoe wants to carry our cans, it's like okay, that's okay. I appreciate that love and request of getting our product up there. Uh-huh. One from a business standpoint, does that make sense? Two, you know, how long is it gonna you know t- does it take? Cost whatever to right, to right, get up back there. and forth to distribute there. <laughs> right. I got to drive there, so <laughs> right. If you're doing it by yourself, right. and then and then also it's like, well, if they have that and really like us i want them to come to the tap room i want to experience not just this one beer but all of our beer to go right back right to that kind of everything is very fresh it's, it's it, and it goes and it rotates and it's a it's a good vibe so for us it's it's there's no perfect 
you know, this is kind of that MBA course that you don't have to go to school for where you're going to learn, you know, trial by fire where, okay, going to, you know, even San Francisco, a couple of places have requested our spot and yeah, we'll do it maybe as a, you know, if it's a friend of a friend that has a spot and they, I know it's going to be represented fantastically. We'll right, do right, that. right. Yeah. But also it's, well, that's a, that's a, that's a completely separate market when you go up there. Yeah. So, different city and a city is huge. Totally, so yeah, like right. I said, that's a big market. So we try and we, there's no perfect science and we're still figuring it out, but kind of that, you know, as you know, maybe that Fremont Milpitas for the East Bay and then that Sunnyvale Mountain View for the, uh, for yeah. the peninsula. And then we really try and hammer the, the San Jose because that alone, I mean, there, there's you know, millions of people right around here, right? Absolutely. That we can touch and, and, and have them come into the brewery tap room and try the different, different stuff we got going on. And that's kind of what I was thinking. I mean, you guys are, you know, uh, San Jose just in general, like you said, there's millions of people there. Right. can already reach millions of people. Right. So right? We don't, we don't you don't need to leave the state. You don't even leave to leave the county, really. <laughs> right. It's like you're one city. Fucking, right. that's golden right, right. there, right? right. That's, that's a huge market. Right. Yeah, we can look at analytics, and we look at this all the time, of who's coming in, um, you know, who's returning, who's new. And there's still, I mean, it's not like, uh, yeah, I mean, we'd love to see the lo- people returning, come in. And, Absolutely. Uh, but also, we still need to, there's still so many people we that probably... That they might live in San Jose and they say, I've never even heard of you, which is, you know, which is fine. And that, I, I get it, but that's our job is to reach those people. So why right, go right. up to these other areas and try and spread ourselves so thin and, and, and our product very thin? And let's just make sure we're, we're, we're the go-to guys in, in the area. Yeah, no, that's, uh, that's a great point. Um, do you have any, um, uh, cause I know, I mean, there's like, there's some craft brew that like are are sort of like uh, opening sub hubs you know mm-hmm. where they're like like basically like field work, field work you know yeah, sure. um what do you think of that strategy as far as like i think well so so one thing is so we have the san jose location it'll be three years in january mm-hmm. um we're we're also actually opening up a, a tap room in downtown um Los Gatos, where we're both from, and it's always been a dream of Brian and I to, to open up in our hometown, kind of that guys come back to the to the town and, and open up a business. So we are opening up a small little tap room with a beer garden in kind of Q1, Q2 of, uh, of 2020. So that okay. will be, you know, we are going to experiment with that and uh-huh. see because, you know, Alvarado Fieldwork, they've been very successful with that, um, and they make great beer and, and so they've done it um they also do a lot of distribution as well now so they're kind yeah. of um i call it the i don't know the hub and spoke model where they open up a hub in different areas and then they yeah. spoke off of it with distribution and um i think it's a great way when whenever and i'm sure maybe you're the same way whenever i go to a, a city that i haven't been to or even if i've been there but outside of the area one thing I always look up, and I think a lot of people do, and we get this all the time at, at Hoppas, is, oh, I'm traveling for business. I wanted to check out the local breweries, right? That's yes, like something yeah, that's that identifies, yeah, yeah. So identifies the town and um, a little bit. And obviously, if you like having a beverage or alcoholic beverage or two, um, that's a good spot to do it because it's usually casual. It's not like a upscale you know, cocktail lounge, but it's not a divey bar. You can go there, have a good conversation, and, and yeah. hang out. So, um, so we're going to explore that. I think that's a big endeavor for us to to take on but i think it can work i think again going back to that model of spreading themselves too thin mm-hmm. you just have to do it the right way and so you gotta kind of watch yourself so you don't uh water it down you still want to like like making any kind of recipe and food you sort of want to like 
dial it back so it's control like control the narrative. Y- yeah, right? yeah. I mean, yeah. because if we, for example, using that Lake Tahoe, if we open up in Tahoe, and now we're trying to do our San Jose and Lake Tahoe, and and how do we get beer up there? How do we, you know, managing that property, and and that's just very tough. Being, you know. 15 minutes away from our from our home base that's yeah. a little more controllable and yeah, absolutely wanna... yeah yeah totally <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah you know you, yeah driving you know three four hours <laughs> right. you know to the sub hub of whatever you're trying to do it's like right. uh i feel a little bit you know yeah. let, you know it's so far away it's like right. it's um and i even see that with like you know coffee shops mm-hmm. opening up or you know whatever it's like you know like a starbucks right mm-hmm. you know it's like like you don't know that in the East Coast that their Starbucks are shit, you know, or they're not <laughs> like you got, you know, maybe a rep that represents the company, but you're like drinking the coffee or do you know whatever, and you're just like this is still, it's just too far from home, right? You know, it's not the same feel. Yeah, and even when you talk about doing distribution in different bars, or for you, another beer, oh, love yeah. one, yeah, thank you. Um, you know, doing distribution in different bars is we, we're very particular as to who we want. And, you know, obviously I have the privilege of being on tap there because I know that's even a, a hot commodity with all the great breweries around here. But making sure that the staff and, and the owner, they take craft beer seriously, because if they don't, then our product is either going to be misrepresented. It's going to stay on the shelves too long, whatever it might be. And, yeah. you know, we want to make sure we can try to our best ability to control the narrative of, of what of who we're who we're reaching in our clientele. Yeah, no, that makes total sense. Yeah. Um, all right, this beer is the Juice Police. Nice. By by Alpha Acid. Yeah, sure. You know Alpha Acid? Yeah. All right. Yeah, and right. Uh, Citra, uh, my token, whatever, and, bl- and the Blanc. Blanc. Uh, yeah. they got going on. Yeah. I haven't had this one. This is, uh, that's cool. They do the little half label, too. I've yeah, they do some halvesies. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, much more common now. Yeah. Um, that's cool. Have you had this before or no? Uh, I might have sampled the Juice Police on tap. Okay. I have not had the can yet. Okay. Uh, so, yeah. This is a 7% too, hazy. Yeah. Um, so we'll see. Good carbonation there. Yeah. It smells great. Yeah, carbonation is there. That's good. Clean finish there. Yeah. So that, like you said, that juice bomb, that gets, yeah, still, that adjective gets thrown around a lot. That it does, ju- it does. <laughs> but still, you know, not not bitter, but no. a pretty good example of another, like, how hazy should be done. Yeah, kind of that pineapple uh, Yeah, that's... Yeah, I mean, I work, I work at L Arsenal, so uh, yeah. we get a lot of uh, alpha acid, and, you know, it's the sister of the brother brewery, so mm-hmm. they... Do you got, have you guys done anything with uh, alpha acid? Do you guys collaborate a lot, at all? We do a little bit with the local guys, uh, local breweries around, um, you know, like Golden State. They're in Santa Clara. Yeah. Um, we'd love to do it more. We're, we're, we just got some more tanks, some, some new fermenters, so now we have a little bit more capacity to do that. We'd love to do something with... I mean, there's from San Francisco down to, you know, that uh, kind of Paso area. There's a lot. There's a lot. And we would love to be a part of some of the some of the great ones that uh, that are great. Yeah, I love collaborations are fun. You know, it gets people a little bit of a branch, you know, Mm -hmm. you know, even if it's just a simple hazy IPA, it's just like it's fun. I I think it's fun to see uh, brewers come together and, and, you know, be able to collaborate and support each other through the craft scene because I mean, like you said, there's just millions of people in the fucking peninsula alone, (laughs) and there's enough shit to go around. Well, that's, we get that a lot. We get that question a lot from people is saying, well, you know, so-and-so's open up a new, like, you know, kind of whatever in your area, or do you want more to open up? Look, we need, 
we need people to think when they think of San Jose, I would love to then say great beer town, you know, yeah. I would love that, you know, cause when and you then go- you be like in the top, like yes, when they say this is a great beer town, first of all, you need hoppers, <laughs> right. you need this, right, you know, right. and well, that's what we want, right? And, I mean, and the top three is alone is good. Right. And, and that's the thing is where, where we want to play in a competitive environment where we all can succeed together. Because if you're the only brewery in town, no one can compare you to anything. You might think your product's great because you're busy all the time, but if there's, you know, 20 spots all within 10 miles and you're, like you said, in the top three, that's what we want. Yeah. Right? Like, and it's, and it is that brotherhood fraternity where, you know, we get to see the, all the, the, the times we see most of all the other breweries is at these festivals, right? Whether it's in San Francisco and San Jose. Right. And it's great to try what they're doing and, and goof around, joke around, and and that's where like the most fun is because these breweries are you know they're everyone is their own chemist their own thought leaders on what they want to do next and where the industry is going and that's fun I mean that's the best part yeah that's yeah fun. I think so too that's that's a that is seems to be the best part like where everybody's just kind of like having a good time collaborating with each other and they're very like it's like a chef you know they're the brewers are chefs and they're like yeah. it's very like fun to just talk about recipes oh, and you're yeah. like oh have you ever thought about you know, doing, doing that, and you're like, "Oh, dude, that blows my mind!" Right? Fuck yeah, that would be <laughs> awesome. You know, it's just it's it's cool to get insight from people who are you know have been doing it for a long time, and you know they might have a, a weird trick up their sleeve that you just never thought of, right? You know, and it's cool to collaborate on that. Not that necessarily you're like trying you know stealing anything. It's just no. that you thought, man, that that's a rad. Uh, right thing to do people a lot of times in collabs they think like oh it is like you're sharing secrets but it's just you know whether it's best practices or doing something that you've never thought of before when you know it's just it's i think in the brewing industry no one ever thinks that they just get asked that a lot of yeah like why would you want to share your stuff or why would you want to like you know collaborate it's like this is this is not that type of industry. It's we all need to succeed. You know, all rising tide lifts all boats, kind of thing. Absolutely, and I think uh, uh, coll- collaboration for the community uh, is to me more. It's it's about supporting each other. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's you know it's about getting both beers companies out there to more people, and it's and about like you said, sharing, having a good time. Yeah. You know, taking the fun with it because uh, you know that's you know like uh, we we we've. we've we want jobs like that. We don't want to think about working because like, you know, working is working and some days it might feel more like work than others. Right. Sure. But you want to really just kind of forget about like that work side and being like, man, this is my fucking job and I'm having a great time. <laughs> right. Like I get to go to breweries and hang out or like sure. taste beer all day. Like, right. you know, that's what I do. Right. And what a great job, yeah. you know, it can be for that. Well, it's funny, Brian, uh, you know, I, Brian came from, uh, you know, that tech industry, whether it was, you know, um, Salesforce or Google, and those are some of the best companies to work for, right? I mean, yeah, the yeah. top 100, whatever. Yeah, those to, are big ones. Yeah, yeah, and and, and he's like, uh, he's like, if this is if this is the best of the best, I don't want to be in this corporate world because it's just not. And, and it is for some people. We need a lot of those people to yeah. help, you know, our phones and computers, yeah, whatever. And, yeah, know, the, the technology keep right. going, I guess, you know. But he was like, you know what, I I, I can't do this. I, I need to do something else. And that's kind of was the catalyst to saying, you know what, I think that's that's the time. Let's do it. Let's let it rip. Yeah, no, I think that's important, uh, especially for life. When, you, like I said, when you're thinking about, you know, making that leap from like. Uh, I'm comfortable in this Google Salesforce uh, mm. team. Yeah, I'm making some money, but am I happy with right. this? Am, is that right. the, is that the direction I really want to go? Sure. Or do I want to do something on my own and you know 
blow that shit up, you right. know, make it make it my own staple. Right. And oh. and I mean, just that homebrewing thing is, you know, a lot of people come in, oh, I homebrew and I'd always wanted to do this. And it's not like we had this perfect recipe. It was just more of let's just take that next step. Let's find a spot. Let's get the licensing. Let's do this. Let's do like just it's all keep steps, step, right? Yeah, just taking steps. And Brian and I joke about that is just take that next step. And if yeah. it doesn't work, we'll reiterate and just move on. Exactly. But not getting like, oh, gosh, well, that beer wasn't the best beer we've ever made. Okay, that's fine. We'll move on. That's it. I mean, that's that's like, you know, that's the whole thing of what you should be doing is like, (laughs) you know, when you get a beer and you're like, this one sucked. And you're like, that's fine. (laughs) It's not a big deal. Right. We got 30 other beers that we're making. Sure. They're fermenting right now. Like, you know, it's not a big deal. Right. Yeah. So it's a a nice blend of that stressful business life, that corporate life you're talking about with let's remember why we did this and have fun with it. Yeah. Make sure that we are doing these this for the right reasons, because let's not, you know, pigeonhole ourselves into what we got away from. Yeah. I mean, I know you guys are, are fairly new. Uh, mm-hmm. opened sort of but yeah. um still still pretty like, three years is pr- still uh, a really good run yeah um as it keeps going uh d- do you find yourself is it a struggle since from homebrewing to taking those next next steps to to keep going or do you think it's just it just you don't even think about it anymore it's just kind of like this is what i do yeah <laughs> and i'm having a good time i mean there's i think when you're in the moment especially in that first year you're doing the build out pretty stressful right you mm-hmm. got all money going out the door nothing coming in right and so you know it, it's definitely that those stressful conversations you get opened and then now it's okay we got to keep up with beer we got to come out with new beers we got to do this we got to do that yeah. you know so so in the moment i think it's very very stressful just because you want to stay above water but yeah. like you said looking back and i think if if uh, you know brian and i have a conversation right now is saying okay we've we've done a good job it kind of you know we can't reflect on every single time we've been stressed out but of course there's been times and kind of now that you know we've been almost three years and it's going well and we're opening up another location which has its own stresses absolutely Absolutely, yeah but also it's you know kind of enjoying trying to remember to enjoy the ride because you know look back man it's been three years i feel like we're still in this and we still i mean we're still very young but still in that startup mode doing everything you know kind of that bootstrap in mentality very hands-on everything is yeah yeah, everything doesn't leave without your okays (laughs) Right, right. You know? And so we're trying to balance that with, you know, trusting our great employees that we have to make, you know, decisions on, on the fly or, you know, making sure that we're coming out with new beer styles that maybe he and I didn't even think about that, you know, our Trey, our assistant brewer comes up with and is like, you know what, that does sound great. Maybe we didn't think of that initially. Well, let's give it a try because you know what, he's been in the industry a long time. Yeah. And let's let it rip. So it, it's, it's, it's always a funny balance. And that's like such a great question that we'll probably be reflecting on for years for to years come, as right? it because keeps going on and on three years right? it'll yeah. be six years that'll be uh-huh. hopefully you know right? yeah yeah hopefully it'll just keep going you know <laughs> right. um right. yeah yeah no that's a uh you can only hope for the best as obviously when it comes to uh starting your own business and uh yeah and like you said i think that just the idea could probably stress you out mm-hmm. um so you know as as you guys take those steps um you know do you, do you think was there was there a time where there was like maybe that next step seemed really hard to get to that next step or was it sort of the same steps is it just kind of like you know like an easy puzzle like oh yeah no problem as it keeps going do you, do you think there was a, a worse one that was like this is going to be a hard one to get over like we need to get to this step I like think, like location right yeah you know i like think location like i was gonna say just the beginning part of fine i mean we must have looked at and and uh uh 
our, our commercial real estate guy who I grew up with. He's another local guy, Jeff. Oh, cool. Um, and so he helped us find a That's spot. That's great. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so we, I knew I could trust him and he had, he, yeah. he was a big beer guy. So, so, you know, we, and with the internet these days, it's the same with like buying a house, right? You yeah. can look at everything online without even leaving your couch. Yeah. Uh, but we must have looked at in person after even filtering through all the spots. All the online. bullshit online. Because even online, right? You can't get the feels. You can't oh, yeah. get the, the yeah. details. Well, yeah. This is just like a, a, a you know, a brush real fast. <laughs> It's like mm, swipe, swipe, right. swipe, swipe. That you looks really good. cool. Right. Swipe, swipe. You know, right. but yeah, yeah. The hands so we, on is so is we yet. checked out. I mean, he probably. I mean, poor guy probably was put him through the ring. We probably checked out fifty locations. Wow. Okay. And, and that was in the day. And that I mean, that wasn't that long ago. Where you could, uh-huh. we must have looked at hundreds. And it was trying to find the right balance of obviously cost, right? Yeah. Uh, but location was was imperative. And in the in the peninsula South Bay, there's not a lot of kind of that warehouse brewery locations, right? Right. Where right. You can actually have fermenters, have high ceilings, and yeah. do it for, for relatively you know cheaper than being in downtown Palo Alto if we're paying a ton of money per square exactly. foot. Exactly. So, um, so we looked at a spot in where we are in kind of that San Jose Willow Glen area. It it was starting to be developed with all these apartment mixed use type buildings, and mm-hmm. and so it was a great location from a. It is a great location from a walk by you know, bring your dog over, bring your kids over, whatever type location. But then it's also close enough to a massive amount of people. And you can relatively easily find us from uh, from the street, right? So it's not tucked in behind. So you guys sort of uh, off the train stuff? Yeah, like, like, right, yeah right between, you know, right off the light rail, but close to SAP Center. So close cool. to the train. It's, about a, it's probably about a mile walk from, from SAP? Deer Don. Yeah. Okay, so that's not, not bad at all. Yeah, not bad at all. So, so we're kind of in this like they call it midtown, right? So, okay. So where the old Mel Cottons used to be. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, ago. yeah. Um, and so that area has you know completely changed over the last, yeah. I mean, really the last five ten years, and we've been able to be a part of that, which is fantastic. But and and you know thanks to technology, where if you just Google, you know whether you're Yelp or you're Googling, and and we cut, you know, and and you say oh Hoppas, or you put it into your Uber when you come over, it, it's so much easier to find than say you know fifteen. I could imagine uh, have you been to Lagunitas and I've been to that uh, uh, I've only been I, I you know the funny thing is I so me and my friend uh, a while ago uh, I was probably about f- five years ago four or five years ago mm-hmm. we went to um, we wanted to do this like small little uh, beer tour that yeah. we haven't been to some of these places right so yeah. we're going we're going to north yeah do all the things north so we're going to do Bear Public yeah. Lagunitas Anderson Valley sure all these random ones yeah we only like it ended up that weekend was like this huge flooding rainstorm, <laughs> and we didn't get to go to Lagunitas or Bear Republic, and both of those were like flooded out. But we ended up stopping at Lagunitas and got to walk through it, got sort it. of. But it was like in puddles, like right. You know, but, was, but you remember the location. But I remember the location. It, and I remember all the stuff that was there. Yeah. We just didn't get to sit down, hang got out. It, um, it. He's been there since more many times, sure. and I've never back gone back. You got know? it. I mean, that pre-self smartphones or even you know MapQuest back in the day, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That place is tough to find, right? So it is. It's most, kind of it's kind of odd, it, you right? Know? And most breweries are kind of tough to find. Yeah. Right? And so we've been able to you know to to benefit from oh you just type in your phone and you know they can easily find you know your mm-hmm. your, your Uber can find you real quick. Yeah, yeah. So, Exactly. So that's been kind of nice. So, no, that, that technology is awesome. Yeah, for yeah, sure. That you can, yeah. it takes you there. So the location was obviously very important from a demographic. Okay, where are we off the highway? You know that kind of. I mean, stuff. You, yeah. There's, there's so, and I, you know, 
because I've been just thinking about random stuff too, like of, of what to open or what do I want to do with my mm-hmm. life, you know, yeah. as far as like that kind of shit. Yeah, the endless uh, search. And the loc- like to open up your own thing, location seems to be these so many things to think about just in general to hone in on a spot. Yeah. Right? You got the foot traffic, you know, how people are going to find us, right. you know, Cost. uh, costs. Yeah. Uh, you know, well, is it big enough? Is it small enough? Stuff like, yeah. you know, for be- breweries is, well, what is the water like, right? In San Jose, yeah. the water's very harsh and Santa Clara's a little better. You know, it's like stuff like that where you, there's there's never going to be, and, you know, Brian and I talked about this, like there's never going to be the perfect spot. It's a lot of give and take, right? And a lot of, a little bit of compromise. But at what point are you willing to compromise for, you know, your product, right? So there's kind of a, there is, you know, that, that must have list, that nice to have list, that wish I had list. And, um, you know, our place is, is fantastic. It's great. It's big. It's, you know, it, 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 it so needs your, so many of those, those, those concepts. Yeah. So is your water source, uh, San Jose? Just yeah. Regularly? Yeah. Do you guys like have a whole system? Like, yeah, we treat the water. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. real harsh. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but we're able Brian and, and Trey, they do a great job of making sure that water is right where we need it to be pre-brew. Yeah. No, that's great. You guys ever thought about collecting rainwater? We've <laughs> and making just one batch. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I mean, no. I, I don't. I, yeah. that, that, I thought about that a few times. Yeah. Just being like random, being like, I mean, how cool would that be? I think it'd be a cool story. I don't because know. you're still. Um, I don't think the you'd have to get the chemistry on that. I don't think the the rainwater is as pure as we think, given what's in the atmosphere right now. It'd be well, you, well, you tell me. I don't know. So my thought is, okay, so, I mean, that's where water is, like, coming from. You know, a lot of the, you know, it's, it's you know, putting back into the system. Sure. Yeah. We do, we do have a lot, and especially the city would be a little bit more, because it says a little bit more uh, pollution, I guess, yeah. is what is, is the reason. That's, that's what I'm getting. Yeah, that's yeah. what I think. It, it'd be just a little more. But to me, it's the most authentic thing you could ever do with water is get rain. But like you said... It's not you don't want to just collect it, drink it, right? It's, that's not what I'm saying. Right. You still has to be treated. Treated. Yeah. Uh, you still have to boil it, get yeah. all that shit out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Clean all the bacteria. Then, like you said, uh, uh, do more uh, uh, treating it more yeah. and and finding. But I think that would just be such a fucking killer <laughs> sell. Being like, yeah, it's we only have one beer that we make with this water. Yeah. It's the purest. It's straight from the fucking earth. Well, it's the most natural. Most natural yeah, you could ever get. It's not from a company, pipe, yep. a pipe that no. ships because it's yep. going, you right. know. I love And the thing, because pipes got to be clean. Right. You know, pipes aren't always clean. You right. got to treat the right. water, but, you know, right. it's still coming through a right. source. Yeah. It's not coming from the heavens above I or the cloud. It. You know, I, I, I thought it would be an interesting concept. I think it'd be cool <laughs> if you could just, yeah, if you just kind of put a big, you know, on the roof and you just have a big collector out there. And well, they have, you know, they have those like barrels. Yeah. You know, which would be fucking killer i mean that's the that's the farm to table from a chef's perspective of yeah beer, right yeah I mean, it's kind of what i thought about anyway yeah, i thought it'd be bad. fun i like thought it'd be fun you should i mean you're a home brewer you should you should why don't why? i should experiment with yeah, that really we got we got rainy season coming up in a absolutely i've been thinking about it yeah, yeah. i gotta i gotta get a good collector i gotta <laughs> i gotta find a good source to just let my your you trash know, bucket yeah, yeah, yeah you yeah, could yeah, just yeah. sit out there like and just watch it for you know that's like <laughs> That would be like set up a video camera of just like, you know, me just sitting there right. watching the water yeah. being like, yeah, this is part of the brewing process, yeah, that's part right? Because yeah. we just sit there anyway. This is like, <laughs> hurry up and sit there. Right. That eight hour process turned yeah. into about 16. Yeah. Quick. And then this, then I got to like lift these fucking 
huge gallons and gallons of water like all right where am i going to store this shit at you know yeah yeah oh man that would be yeah. interesting yeah i you know i i'm i'm curious to see what that would uh how that would turn out um i think if you i mean obviously if you treat it but i think the story would you know that'd be i'd try it yeah it'd like, be cool i mean like i said i, I think you know everything obviously needs to be uh, uh boiled bacteria yeah, treat, and then yeah, treated sure. and you know everything needs to be with the water to make it pure and perfect yeah but i think that would all. Me- I, I saw this thing a long time ago with this lady in Florida who like was a rainwater collector, and she drank nothing but, rain. but rainwater and used everything like tea, whatever she used was all rainwater collected. Very cool. This is in Florida, you know, maybe a small town. Who knows? Like, right. there's not that much pollution. You know, whatever she's doing. Sure. And I'm sure she knows at least to boil it off to you know clean something. Right. Uh, this lady was like 70. Yeah. Her husband was 70. He looked 70. Yeah. This lady looked 30. Yeah. It was crazy. Just natural. It was just natural. I'm like, yeah. like she looked like she was 30. Like, Love her hair wasn't yeah. gray. Like, nothing. <laughs> it was crazy. Right. Like, her skin was just yeah. beautiful. I was yeah. like, wow, this lady looks awesome. And she's 70. Her husband was, like, on his deathbed. You know, it was fucking wild. I was like... And I just started... He was a bottle of water Yeah, guy yeah. Sure. yeah. I was just starting thinking these concepts of, like, you know, how... How... Um, how far... Have we distanced ourselves from real nature and what people think about nature? Absolutely. You know? And I know this, like, so people are already on board with the farm to table. Right. Why wouldn't they be on board with, you know, water, you know, water to beer? Water to beer. Yeah. You you know, it's it's kind of a, I like that. You know, an interesting, yeah. Yeah. I think it's a take. Absolutely. I think I'm looking forward to when you brew that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I'll get you some buckets. Yeah. Let's do it. You don't need that much, you know, a couple rain, a couple, a weekend, you know, just collecting. It'd be fine. All right, you ready to take a break? Yeah, sure. All right, let's take a break, and we'll be back next week with Derek. All right, all right. That's it for this week's podcast and the first part of Derek and I's conversation from Hoppus Brewing. So go check out hoppusbrewing.com. Also check out afewdeep.com for any merchandise or donation or information, constipation, superhighway, whatever. Anyway, (laughs) Uh, yeah, visit all those. Uh, thanks, uh, for Derek to come on and hanging out. Thank you to Hoppus Brewing Company. Uh, their Phantom Streak, uh, double hazy was awesome. Um, I haven't had some of their other beers. I have, I think I've had one more, but I can't remember what it was, what it was, what it was, homie. Uh, so yeah, so go check those out. Good beers. Um, also thanks to the Rosen Crown, Palo Alto, Ale Arsenal in San Carlos, Jane's Beer Store in Mountain View, and the Willow Market in menlo park all great places to get some great beer maybe meet some cool people uh you'll definitely meet some cool people like i met derek uh i met derek's friend in ale at ale arsenal in san carlos and then he contacted him so then i met a guy from hoppers brewing who's super nice so yeah it's a vicious circle so you can go out there and meet people you know it's a good industry to be in so, so check all those out. Thank you, all those guys. Tune in next week for part two with more great conversation about the industry. And everybody have a fun, safe Halloween. And I'll see you next month, technically. Mm-hmm.